You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Yeah. Spider-Man Red. I, my hair is Ronald McFucking Donald Red. Life can be imaginary. Welcome back to Twig. Uh, I'm playing on big hands mode. I'm Proxy Fox. <laughs> I'm Sarah, and I have stumpy, short little baby hands. <laughs> well, you'll never get a date that way. <laughs> Don't wear red nail polish. It'll draw too much attention. But uh, anyway, so seven days have elapsed. One sure quarter cycle of the moon, if you will, uh, since last we met. Yep. And now we meet again to discuss what it is you have played over the last several days. Baby game. B- baby game? Baby game. What you played? I, okay, obviously Animal Crossing. But this week I, for some weird reason, decided I really wanted to play Spider-Man for the PS4. Oh. It's been so fun. Yeah? I knew it was a good game because I watched Morgan play a considerable amount of it right after it came out. Um, so I know some of the plot and I think I Is know... it different with cutscenes? Yeah. <laughs> 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 They're not even that long either. Um, it's really good. I'm not super far into the main story because you can go around and like do little, not fetch quests, but you have to collect items from around New York and it helps you get like unlock things like different suits and stuff and suit powers and whatever. So I've been doing a lot of collecting. You collect backpacks and every backpack has one of Peter's like memories in it. Cause he'll like put a little trinket in into a backpack and then hide it somewhere. Buys whole backpacks just for this. Yeah. There's a reason the boy can't fucking pay his rent. Mm. And when mm. you find it, you can, like you find a backpack and you can click on the the info that you of the thing that you picked up and he'll be like, oh, I remember when I blah, blah, blah. And it's really cool because it shows that like before the game started, there was a whole world that was happening to Peter and to Spider-Man. And he just existed. Um, Peter Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I found Avengers Tower. So that's fun. Nobody's there. There's a backpack there. It's like the studio couldn't afford any more Avengers. Yeah. No, there wasn't a backpack there. It was a landmark, which you can take pictures of landmarks. Most of them are real, like Statue of Liberty or whatever. But Avengers Tower was one of them. And I took a picture of it and Peter was like, oh, man, Avengers Tower is so cool. It's too bad that all the Avengers are off in probably California surfing or whatever. And I was like, Peter, shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's the Avengers, my guy. He also, should be hanging out with them. Like, the only reason that they're not in this game is because Sony owns you, my boy. Mm, that's right. But it's so good. Like, it's so fun to just fly around, basically. And it feels really good. It would be a fun game to play in VR, if only just for the fact that you could just kind of lay back and only have the two, like, joystick things that VR game. Mm, yeah, the two controllers with, there. And just like totally chill. So fun. That sounds interesting. It is. It's a good game. I'm really glad that Morgan had it for disc 
and not digital so that I can actually play it. Because for some reason, I was overcome with the need to play Spider-Man. Hmm. I don't know why. I love Spider-Man, but I'm not like a super fan. Or I didn't think I was. Maybe now I am. Maybe. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. You've dyed your hair red. When I, yeah. Spider-Man red. I, my hair is Ronald McFucking Donald red. Um, nah, if you pair it with the right blue, Spider-Man. Yeah. Thinking so you, about you could be like Spider-Gwen. Thinking about it. Spider-Raw. I need to balance this red out. It's crazy. Either that, grow horns. That's an option. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the first Spider-Man game for PS1. And I remember how shitty it was. But, like, it was amazing. It was shitty in an amazing way. And there were some buildings in New York that just remind me of that first game. Just because they're all, like, brown, bare windows, boring, whatever. <laughs> and, like, off in the distance New York. behind that building, you can just see nothingness. And it's like, wow, we've really come a long way in video games. It's crazy. Mm. That's it for me, though. Wow. Been playing a lot of Spider-Man. <laughs> I admire your like laser focus on whatever it is you're playing for the week. That's the ADHD, Because I get baby. all over the place. Yeah. Uh, I ended up not feeling so hot Monday night, so I didn't end up streaming any Hyperdimension Neptunia. Or playing pretty much anything else I wanted to do. So, like, that, that was, it was a night, I tell you what. Mm. Um, over the weekend, though, I got a chance to play, what was it? Oh, gosh, oh, no, all my rabbits are gone. <laughs> what a delightful game. That sounds very silly. It It's one of the ones that I picked up with the bundle for racial justice and equality Hell yeah. from Itch.io. It's so good. The, of the default um, clothing costume colors that you can get, because you can pick up different colors while you're going around the game, hunting down and finding rabbits. Yeah. It's like a bunch of different, you find a rabbit, you have to solve the puzzle that it's stuck in by kind of guiding the rabbit through it, mm -hmm. by like yelling at it, basically. Stressful. And uh, some rabbits are wearing headphones and jamming out to hot music so they can't hear you. Uh, so they're just going to keep going on their own and you have to solve those ones. And some of them are really well trained and they wear bows in their hair. I love that. On their ears, I guess. But anyway, so the costume colors, you can pick up other colors like Sandy Beach and Low Tide. <laughs> like, I don't know. They have weird color palette names. But so I was like, oh, I picked up a few of those. Let's go see what they look like. Now, they have a bunch of default um, skins that you can switch between. And of those, you have your main, like, I think she's mostly a purplish sort of, like, pur shades of purple is your main character. Mm -hmm. And they have all of the pride flags. Hell yeah. As color options. Hell yeah. So it's like, you know, pride flag, trans flag, lesbian flag, uh, just straight up rainbow. Like, Fuck yeah. There's, I was like, this is so good. What representation? Uh, I played a little bit of... Lesbians and no dungeons and le dungeons and lesbians. What I've played of that game, fantastic so far. The narration is so good. It's like if you took just that section from Life is Strange Two when we played D anD D mm -hmm. and made that its own game. Huh. It's kind of like that. It's it's pretty neat. Um, I didn't get very far into that though. I was having issues. Our network was all sorts of screwy that day. Mm. I ended up having to update our router. So like that was. I didn't get to play a lot of that. 
Yeah. From there, I went and played. I was just kind of dabbling in games. And the one that I was, I ended up checking out last was One Night Stand. It's sort of like a visual novel. The art style is very much like a watercolor rotoscope oh, painting. It's I love that. It's strange. Very interesting. You wake up as this person. Uh, I'm assuming some guy uh, in the strange girl's bed. You don't know where you are. You don't know who she is. You don't know what happened, but your clothes are all over the place and your phone's almost dead. So a great time. Yeah. So like you're trying to solve and figure out what happened, who she is, how did you get here, what went on. Dude, it it was okay. I is never it, I didn't finish it yet. But I was gonna say, is it like a horror game or is it just like No, it's just been very it's very slice of lifey. Mm. Like there's nothing really huge dramatic going on. Yeah. Like you're looking at her and it's like you have the option because you have like 5% of your battery left and you're texting your friend who you were supposedly out with the night before. And you're like, dude, do you remember anything that happened? And he was like, dude, yeah, you ditched me, you asshole. And it's like your buddy ditched his date to go hang out with you and then you ditched him for whoever this girl is. Hmm. And you're like, did you see me with a girl? Like, what happened? And he's like, I don't know, man. You just left. What does she look like? And like there, you have the option with your minimal battery power. You can take a picture of her while she's sleeping. And I'm like, the last thing I want to do is take a picture of a strange girl topless sleeping. Yeah. Because there's no way I can explain that with any sort of like logic or reason later on. Yeah. And th- thankfully, like right after that, my phone died anyway. Sick. Like I made the decision not to. I'm like, I'm not that kind of a creep. Yeah. So I just like put my phone down and it dies. I'm like, oh boy. This so. sounds like the beginning of a horror game. But like. She gets up and I, I, I thought it was because I turned around. She's gone. Yeah. And I'm like, where'd she go? <laughs> and she just like gone off to the bathroom. But then she went and got coffee. Mm. And she's like, I brought you some coffee. She's super nice and very calm about everything. And you're trying to piece things together. And I'm trying to like make the choices that because there's a lot of choices you can make that are like assuming things. Yeah. And I'm trying to be as non presumptuous as possible. I'm yeah. trying not to make an ass out of you and mumptions. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> taking it one step at a time being like i really don't remember which game what game is this called uh what? this is one night stand it's on itch.io what ga- <laughs> what game is this called what game is this called i have all the games that i got from that bundle i have drm free if you want any of them let me know um is, was it from the um it was from the bundle for racial justice oh, and equality yeah. well then i have it oh there you go so that was interesting uh, I didn't get to complete any of the games, but I really wanted to just kind of like dive into a few of them and see how they were. Yeah. I really want to check out this Discord has ghosts in it because that looked really fun. But alas, did not get there. I did start a couple of mobile games this week as well. Of course you did. Of course I did. Uh, so if you recall last week, I was playing uh, Sacred Sword Sweeties and I finally hit the paywall in that. Uh, so they came out with a Nutaku drops another game uh, SF girls which I can only assume stands for science fiction girls because it's a sci-fi space theme yeah that one's a tower defense so it's basically like set up your characters here and they're gonna attack things coming at you it's like plants versus zombies but with titties yeah that game gets bonus points for allowing me to set a full on hentai scene as my main screen right off the bat (laughs) mm-hmm kudos 
unfortunately, the game lets you basically plow through one of the first characters, pun intended, very oh. rapidly. And the other characters, it's like, all right, it's gonna everything's gonna increase exponentially. And so here's the thing. I we know our rule. Never pay real money for free games. Don't worry, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, for this one or for any of the Nitaku games yet. But so it goes, oh, want to buy this bundle? It's like the new starter bundle. And I'm like, how much are they trying to hit me for? Because it's all done in Nitaku co- coins, tokens, yeah. whatever. How much is this game trying to hit me for? Is it like five bucks? Ten bucks? Oh, no. Are they pulling a Square Enix and it's like fifteen ninety nine? So I, I clicked on it to see like what the conversion rate was because it's going to bring me to a screen to be like, oh, buy tokens. Right. $79. What? I was like, I. That's a game. I could buy Cyberpunk 2077 when it comes out and have a full experience. Yeah. For the kind of money you're asking me for a starter pack? For a I mobile don't think game? So. I don't think so. Absolutely not. So I'm still picking away at it here and there and doing what I can, but I'm starting to find that all these games have like. They they burn out like HP laptops. <laughs> They're like really great, real fast fizzle, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, and it's done. Yeah. You know, there's shame. a lot of buildup and then nothing. Because it could be something really great, but it... It has a lot of potential. Like, I would have paid, like, if you gave me this game and it's like, okay, the rest of the game will cost you $4.99. You can unlock the whole rest of the game and it'll progress at a steady rate. I'd be like, all right, I've got Google Play money. Yeah. I'll fund you. $80? 80 bucks? I won't No. Spend, I won't spend $80 on groceries to feed myself. Right? What? <laughs> I won't put 80 bucks in my gas tank over the course of a week. Right? What? Well, especially not or, right now, but Especially right now. <laughs> what? But it drove me nuts. That's more than a triple A game deserves to cost. Right. Let alone a mobile game made by what? Joe Schmo in his basement? To be fair, if Joe, if our Joe made a game, I mean, yeah, that's I'd be into it. But this is not made by Joe. No. So, no, I'm not paying money that kind, of, especially that kind of money. Yeah. Like they didn't even the try fuck? to entice you into it. Like, look, it's only a couple dollars. It's just a couple bucks. You throw a couple bucks at it every week or two, and all of a sudden, it's you know, you've dollars. spent a small fortune. <laughs> yeah. Like, like some of the collectible card games do. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, five bucks for a pack of cards. I guess so. And then 40 later. bucks for a whole collection of cards. Sure. Okay. And then you do the math and it's like $150. Later. Right. No, this was just straight up like 80 bucks. I, I appreciate like the guts to do that though. Somebody's paid that's that. The, that's on level with the internet Explorer asking to be my default browser. Truly. So that's my story as far as that goes. My God. Outside of that, I haven't really played a lot in regards to mobile games. So... Oh, you God, know what, it what, was Tuesday? Yeah. So Tuesday night, we did our Dauntless thing. We do yeah. Dauntless Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I'm getting more and more into it. They designed this new, um, I think they call it Shadow Touched, like Void Walker type shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, very purple, very spacey, and oh, there's yeah. an escalation for that. And now normally escalations, you're like, beat up a behemoth on this island and then launch to the next island up. And then beat up some more behemoths and then go up, escalating all oh. the way there. This is a downward escalator. There's a lot of free falling oh. down into some caves full of jewels and rubies and stuff. Fuck yeah. Real nice. Al hates it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but the very end of it, uh, 
to pull a line from Rhodey, it looks like a a WoW dungeon, like oh. a WoW boss dungeon. Yeah. The way that it's designed, it just looks like something they pulled straight out of World of Warcraft, and they were like, boom, here you go. This uh, Remember that raid boss? Yep, well, this is where you fought him. Now you're going to fight our guy here. <laughs> it looks real good, though. I'm really into it. And so it gets to be like the end of Tuesday night, and we started talking about, I think, Epic as a company and how people can often confuse Dauntless and Fortnite as being both from Epic directly. Yeah. Whereas they're just the publisher for Dauntless, but they are the whole team for Fortnite. Yeah. Um, Phoenix Labs does Dauntless, and it publishes through Epic. So, but I was like, yeah, but they they use like the same engine to run the game. They seem like they use a similar graphical asset pack. Mm -hmm. Like they look very similar in their cartoonish sort of style. They're like cousins and not siblings. I'm like, part of me is a little bit sad that Dauntless doesn't have the kind of ridiculous support and team behind it that Fortnite has. But Fortnite only has that because they believe in crunch and they don't believe that anyone deserves to have a personal life when they need to get an update out for Tuesday. Yeah. Like. And the bigger a fan base is, the larger the portion of people who are shitty will be. uh, So maybe it's for the best. True. So we're we're talking about that and uh we're talking about kind of like what a shit show Fortnite was went back when I played it. Cause Al was asking if I had ever actually played Fortnite. And I was like, oh no, Morgan and I were like super into it for like a couple months yeah. back in 2018. And then it was over. And then it was done. Everything just the shit hit the fan, yeah. if you will. And it was over. So but I was explaining a little bit from, you know, back in my time of Fortnite. So Al's like, I've never played Fortnite before. I'm going to install it. And I went, I can't let you do this alone. <laughs> so I reinstalled Fortnite on my PS4. You said I'm really happy about it. This just in, it's still a shitty game. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> Rody was like, so did you talk to other players? Was there a 12-year-old telling you the things he was going to do to your mom? And I was like, no, we had the chat function off. And she's like, but then you're missing out on part of the experience. I'm like, I do that with League of Legends. I want to judge it based on it solely on its gameplay. Yeah. If it has potential to be a good game, I'd like to have the potential of it being a good game. Also, I don't want to hear abuse <sighs> and I don't want that to be part of my experience. Yes, like some kids like microphone thing is flashing, but all you can hear is like his mom screaming in the background. <laughs> his parents getting a divorce in the other room. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's. The, the whole menu isn't even intuitive anymore. But you tried it. And so Al's like, how do I do this? And I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to go ahead and set this team up. And you and I are going to play some duos. And he's like, what is this game? What's what's going on here? Because like you have to pay for the PV, uh, PVE. And I'm like, yeah, the PVE is its own game. Yeah. And I hear that that's pretty good. Yeah, the Battle Royale that, is the free part. The, the Battle Royale is the part everyone loves. Mm-hmm. So we get into it. We played two rounds. Give Mm-mm. up. <laughs> no, nope. he's like, nope, this is trash. I was yes. like, yes, but at least now you've tried it. Right. Now, you know, you gave it God's honest shot. Yep. You didn't like it. That's fine. Didn't, Battle Royale is just not my thing. Yeah. And apparently it's not his thing either. But that's my story of how I reinstalled Fortnite for 20 minutes. I'm ashamed. It's. Ugh. I feel dirty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then Wednesday we played Mass Effect. Hell yeah. That was a great time. 
uh, remembered to save often. That's because the rule with it does not. One. Yeah, it does not checkpoint you whatsoever. It's just like, all right, you died. Oh, when was your last save? An hour ago. Uh huh. <laughs> what a shame. So, eh. and I played a little bit of Elite Dangerous. Didn't do a whole lot. Mostly just flew around to try and get to a better station. Flew to the station I bought my Type 6 at where I left my adder. Mm. And I just parked there and I was like, yeah, I'll do something later. <laughs> so I'm hoping to get back into that over the weekend, but we'll see where things go. I did re-download. One of my friends from the Satanic Discord recently just got a gaming rig. Hell yeah. And has installed Steam for the first time. Made a Steam account. I can't imagine and, that. Right. When I joined Steam, there were like four video games in existence. <laughs> and three of them were Valve games. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Counter-Strike. Left 4 Dead, Portal. Dota. <laughs> which part of me, a small part of me keeps going, I want to install Dota just so I can see how it compares to League. Yeah. Because they're basically the same game. And I keep seeing Jason effects playing Dota 2 and I'm like... Is it that good? Yeah. It's, it reminds me of when I used to see Jake on League of Legends all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, that's all he does is play League of Legends. Is it, that's the thing is like, is it good or do you just really like it? I also played Agony. Unrated. I was watching a whole video documentary about Agony because it probably has the best depiction of hell since Dante's Inferno in a video game. Oh yeah. My okay. opinion. I remember this one. Um, and I was watching a whole review on it, and he pointed out a lot of really glaring issues with the game as far as gameplay was concerned. But this was a video that was uploaded, like, back in 2016. Yeah. And he did a more recent one, and he was like, okay, so with the release of the Unrated, they completely patched out everything I complained about. <laughs> and this game is solid. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a really, really good game. And you can get Succubus mode right off the bat where you get to play as a Succubus, which is fantastic. Hell yeah. If you ever wanted to have that delightful view of just looking down at your own sexy naked self, that's the mode for you. I was going to make and a really <laughs> bad joke about myself. <laughs> it's a fantasy that I've often had and yeah. never experienced. Cannot relate to that. So that was that was a time. After a while, I just started to feel like... I. Almost nauseated, mm -hmm. but I really want to get through it because there's a lot of like, what's funny is one of the points that the video I was watching brought up was that as you go through, like some games will do, you'll unlock like concept art and character models and yeah. whatnot that you can view outside of the game, uh, like in the start menu. Yeah. Just to get a better feel for the assets in the game itself. And he's like, you know, once you get through the game, you've unlocked like the different types of creatures. There is a freaking spider made of human arms. It's the freakiest shit. And that's the point I'm at right now that was I hate that. scaring the fuck out of me because they don't they move so weird. <laughs> I hate that. It's like full on from the shoulder down, but then they like all kind of amalgamate in this mush pile in the middle. Ugh. And I'm, it's disgusting. I'm not even particularly afraid of spiders specifically. Same. But, but that's upsetting to think about. Yes. I'm gonna, uh, just look up Agony Spider. Uh, and if the game asset comes up for it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Sometimes they move like a wheel. Sometimes they're just like they move like you would think a spider would move. They're very fucking strange. But 
So, like, you can view assets like that in the game's title menu. Yeah. And, of course, one of the things you can unlock is the succubus. That face tells me you found it. There's a lot of... Oh, hey, boobies. Yeah. There's a lot of screenshots um, in the Google images. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you can get the succubus unlocked as a character model. And they're animated. They move around. Like, they'll just be, like, walking in place, idle animation, what have you. And the guy was like, yeah, tell me you're not going to use this to fap to. And if you believe that that's not what they intended, <laughs> listen to the music they put with it. Is it porny? And it's, it's basically like, yeah, it's like something you would hear going into a strip club. Oh. It starts off real quiet-like, and all of a sudden it just gets like into some heavy guitars. Like, brown, 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 brown. And I'm like, oh, my God. I love that. It's it's fap music. <laughs> I love that. Um, So great. But I'm like, now I need to unlock all this stuff, and I really want to get through the game, because some of the level design, he's like, the audio design itself is phenomenal, as far as the atmospheres go in some of these places. Yeah. You always think of hell as, like, this enclosed area, underground type deal, and there's one area that's just, like, it's open, but you're in the woods. Oh. And he's like, and it's just, it's the eeriest shit. Yeah. That's upsetting. So... But so I played Agony and I think that's about it as far as things that I've played this week. Like nothing else is striking me as, oh, yeah, I also played this. Yeah. Um, you know, what I, I need to watch somebody play, but not in a YouTube video mm -hmm. or a stream is a game like Sarah is missing. I have never been able to finish that because for some weird reason, that exact type of game really gets in my head it makes me unable to sleep at night so i can't just watch a video of it but i like it and i like to be scared so like i feel like i need to sit down and play with someone where i'm safe we have a spare phone or two i don't know if that's a mobile game sarah is missing yeah i think it is i, I don't know it's just called sim on mobile. i have like eight spare old phones that are garbage that's right you do <laughs> i can't get rid of them uh, so I'm going to look up Sarah is missing and it's going to fucking haunt my phone. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yep. It's on PC, too. Oh, cool. Oh, good. It's on iPhone. Yeah. Throw the whole thing in the garbage. Just throw out the phone. So that being said, uh, let me tell you about some games that are releasing next week. Tuesday, June 23rd, you can pick up SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. I was just about to say, what is this, 2007? Yeah. Rehydrated for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Wednesday, June 24th, Ninjala, or Ninjala, depending on how you want to pronounce that, for the Switch. And Thursday, June 25th, Blair Witch for the Switch. Blair Switch. <laughs> Control, the Foundation DLC for Xbox One. Hunting Simulator 2 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Mr. Driller Drill Land for PC and Switch. Phantom Covert Ops for Quest and Rift. The Almost Gone for Switch, PC, and iOS and Android. On Friday, June 26th, you can pick up Fairy Tale for PS4, Switch, and PC. Thursday, June 18th through Thursday, June 25th on Epic. If you are a fan of the Epic Games Launcher, you have the Epic Game Launcher, you can now pick up Pathway and The Escapists 2 for your PC for free on Epic. 
And starting Thursday, June 25th through Thursday, July 2nd, you can pick up Air, Memories of Old. That's A-E-R. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that quite right, but that's how I'm pronouncing it. So you'll deal. And Stranger Things 3, the game. Also, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom originally came out in 2003 for the PlayStation 2, Xbox, GameCube, Windows, and the Game Boy Advance. This is a 17-year long journey to a remaster of SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom. That's insane. I need to know if it's a remake or a remaster. I'm so not sure. I know that it's a time. I know that it's one of them. Um, I really hope oh, it's not just reskinned. It's a full remake. Oh, apparently, good. According to THQ Nordic. That's why I was like, wait, I don't remember a SpongeBob SquarePants game coming out recently that would warrant a remaster because it came out when I was 11, apparently. Yes. <laughs> anyway. I remember um, X-Play talking about it, which is how wow. I remember it. So <laughs> that's why I guessed at 2007, mm-hmm. but n- nope. Apparently not. With that, we're going to take a brief break and we'll be right back at you with some video game news. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by the support of our patrons, AJ Baki, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, Mark Anthony, and Robert Brady. Your contributions allow us to license Adobe Audition and continue doing what we love, working on making our streams and podcasts even better. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Exiled by his pride for unacceptable desires, Ritnar lives alone. Until one day, he finds a strange and fascinating furless creature washed up on the shore. He nurses him to health and determines to gain his trust and, perhaps, his heart. But a terrible misunderstanding drives the human, Tristan, away and right into the dangerous, lustful claws of Ritnar's former pride leader. Hey guys, it's Proxy. I know what you're thinking. How could I possibly listen to more of these smooth, buttery tones? Well, good news for you. I also do audiobooks. The first audiobook I produced is Lustful Claws, Tiger and Tales, Book One, by Sindal Rivers. You can find it on Amazon or Audible. For only a few dollars, you could listen to these smooth, buttery tones tell you all about the story of Ritnar, a tigerin. And Tristan, his forbidden love. Just search Lustful Claws or Sindal Rivers on Audible today. Working as a clerk should feel like selling your soul. Welcome back to Twig. <laughs> I think it does. It absolutely does. <laughs> Quotes brought to you by Inspirobot. So, welcome to Twig. This is This Week in Gaming, episode 166. We are recording this on Friday, June the 19th. And it will hit your earballs Saturday, June the 20th. In this the year of our Lord, 2020. Lord. Laud. Audible bunny books. L-A-W-D. Laud. The year <laughs> of our Lord. I'm going to throw it on over to Sarah for some news. Do you want to do the first one since you've actually played yes, this Yes, I do. <laughs> I've never played it, so. So, a new Pokemon Snap game is coming to the Switch. It's called New Pokemon Snap. Yeah. <laughs> because Nintendo's really, really good. Uh Coming up with names. Yeah. Uh, no release date as of yet, but it will be developed by Bandai Namco Studios, or Bando Namkai if you talk to me. Yeah. 
also more Pokemon news coming next Wednesday. Yep. So I don't know if they're going to be like, oh, release window or whatever. But there's I'm excited for it next week. Honestly, same. I'm finding a lot of people, though, that didn't play the original Pokemon Snap, which is when did that come out? It's forever ago. It was on the GameCube, right? N64. Oh, that's why. That's why I never played it because I never had an N64. That's also why I did not really grow up playing Smash Bros. March 21st, 1999. Wow. So to be fair, there are people who graduated high school years ago who have were born after Pokemon Snap came out. Yes. (sighs) There are legal adults who are married and having children who were born after 9-11. We've all got to come to terms with the fact that time just... Keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. <laughs> Time keeps on slipping, slipping, Into slipping. the future. Smash Mouth was right. The years start coming and they don't stop coming. Yep. Uh, so. That's exciting though. I mean, I'm very happy for people who like Pokemon Snap, but I never played it because I didn't have an N64. I'm excited for the next generation to have a Pokemon Snap. Yeah. Not so much because like, oh, it's a it's a great time for children. Everyone should be playing with stick and ball because that's <laughs> what I played with when I was a child. Yeah. But mostly just because like it was. It's great. It's a good time. It's a relaxing time. Yeah. And it's going to depend. So so here's the thing. Uh, as Annabelle has gone to school for graphic design and photography. Right. I went through for film and video production and plenty of people have an Instagram account and a lot of people know the rule of thirds when it comes to photos. Right. The rule of thirds does not fucking apply with professor Oak. He wants your Pokemon face dead center. Yep. And the closer and larger that is the better. Yep. There's no artistic quality at all. While you're also moving. Yeah. That stresses me out. It's sort of like if you were on, you know, those rides at the, Amusement parks, they're, they're not roller coasters, they're like little go-karts. Yeah. Not bumper cars, little go-karts, and they run around a yeah. track, but they could do it very slowly. It was that. Yeah. And to be fair, there was enough stuff hidden in Pokemon Snap that it made it, there were like hidden um, ways you could go mm-hmm. that you had to unlock. You got a bunch of different things, like you got a Poke Flute that you could play that would summon, like a Snorlax would wake up and start dancing. Yeah. And you had... <sighs> They were like Pokemon Poke Puff Balls or something like that. They were like a purple smoke mm-hmm. you could use to knock Pokemon out. So, Jesus. you know, you could get a picture of what they'd look like a roofied, Can you I guess. going to the zoo and doing that? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> no. Just chucking shit at the monkeys. Oh. So you can take a cool picture. You can throw apples because there's like the first level of the Pokemon Snap from 1999. You throw an apple. There's like a Pikachu on a little hill and a surfboard. Yeah. And you throw apples and you get him to go up to the surfboard and he'll jump on the surfboard and do surfing stuff. I love that. And if you get a picture of surfing Pikachu, there's like a bonus for that and having that in your album. I love that. And it used to be you could take your game cart to Blockbuster and have them print the pictures that you took. Yeah. Um, I'm really hoping they still have <laughs> Professor Oak. Like when you turn in photos that you didn't quite get right. He's just like, you were close. Because that's exactly how he says it. Yep. And it's what a time. I hope that the ability to make it like take, excuse me, take the pictures you take and like put them on your computer. Like it's already pretty easy to do that with the switch. 
but you have to do it one by one. As far as I'm aware, there's no easy way to just mass take all of my in-game screenshots and put them on my computer. I would have to upload them to Twitter one by one. Mm. So, like, I hope that there's a good way to do that because I'm sure that there's going to be amazing pictures that people take. Oh, for sure. And I'm very And I'm really hoping that, you know, with the advancements in technology and whatnot, that we're able to hopefully change around and play with the rules of photography a little bit. If we manage... Because it could manage to be both an educational tool as well as an entertaining game. What if someone's like, oh, shit, I really like taking pictures of stuff. I could do this in real life. Amazing. Right. That'd be great. And you're just like, oh, I remember because Professor Oak told me rule of thirds. (laughs) And then didn't give a shit about them. And, like, what if you can get into, like, depth of field and shit? And it's like, oh, now I can get into the realm of, like, okay, I'm really close to this polywag. I want the polywagon focus, but I want the background dropped out of focus. So I just shift these things real quick and yeah. boom, there you go. All of a sudden, you've got a generation that knows how to use a camera that's not just a point and shoot or on my phone. Yeah. But it's just it me. I, I don't know. I think it's, I'm excited for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to pick it up and play it. Yeah. It um, needs to happen. I don't remember. I don't think I actually told, uh, I don't think I told Corey about it yet. Uh, also, apparently, Pokemon Snap was also on the Wii and the Wii U. Whoa. Uh, as far as, like, I'm gonna have to look it up for the Wii U. Hey, you have what? You have that. I do. Pokemon Snap. Wii U. Wii U. It's probably just a port. Yeah, it's a virtual console. So. In- still interesting, though. Mm. Especially with the, the gamepad. I don't think it lets you use the gamepad to move, oh. but... Because, like, that was one of the things that I thought would be really cool, especially when the Wii U introduced a new Fatal Frame, um, Maiden of the Dark Water. Yeah. And now, instead of Fatal Frame just being like, okay, well, center the ghost on your reticle on your camera, and that's going to build up spirit energy, the Wii U version was like, all right, well, some ghosts are going to come at you, and they're really tall, and you have to tilt the gamepad sideways to be able to see them up and down. I hate that. And line up these three orbs to get the spirit energy built up to then take the picture. But you're actually using the gamepad as a sort of camera. Yeah. It's it's very much like going around a convention taking pictures with your iPad. But cool concept. Love the mechanics. That sounds very stressful. Yes. <laughs> and I, I kept thinking to myself, though, like there needs to be a Pokemon Snap game for the Wii U or for the 3DS. Yeah. The 3DS has AR capabilities. That would be great. Yeah. The closest thing we've got so far was Pokemon Go, where you can take pictures of your Pokemon. Mm-hmm in AR. And I I think that the the way that the Joy-Cons work and how well they work with motion, I hope that they do it right. Because imagine just being able to be like, "Oh, zoop, snap snap snap." Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, "Okay, let me hold down R for a while. Now I can take my picture." Yeah. That would be so frustrating. So I'm very excited for it. Yeah. From there, I'll let you jump into our next bit of news. Yeah, we can switch off because I think every other one is very, it's it's great for us. Um, there's new Kingdom Hearts content coming this year. Yay. Yay. There are c- coming updates to the current mobile game Kingdom Hearts Union X. Forgot that that was a thing. A uh, new- it's Union Cross. I don't care. I know. <laughs> <laughs> a new Kingdom Hearts card game that is the sequel to Union X, which is called Kingdom Hearts Union Dark Road. Um, and apparently both of these games take place before Kingdom Hearts 1. 
why why um also another new game i think it's really i was having such a hard time figuring out what this game is but it's called kingdom hearts melody of memory and it's a rhythm game for ps4 xbox one and switch coming at some point this year i'm sure i'll find out eventually when that'll happen so sure. people like rhythm games so that's i fine. like me some ripple, rhythm ribbon some ripple games some ripple games yeah what hello hello <laughs> um that's that on that the glory society developer of night in the woods announced on twitter that they're working on a new project fuck yeah not much information but they confirmed it's not night in the woods 2 and is a totally new project yep uh you have linked the tweet here let me uh bring that on up oh there's a hand involved that's pretty neat i don't know what it means but if twitter ever loads this is the longest i've seen anything take to load on this browser what happened to you twitter <laughs> weird oh high contrast mode and it went negative that's so weird um but that's very exciting and it looks like the same art style so far and i'm kind of glad it's not just like night in the woods too more terrible things are going to happen to teenagers i love that it's a new story i will play it not play it i will watch you play it <laughs> i shouldn't say i'm gonna play it yeah so moving on from there some <laughs> some fun news in the world of well maybe not fun no i'll let you go into this one yeah um so Thursday, CD Projekt Red confirmed that Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again from September to November 19th, um, which is fine. It's only a couple months. It's not really that big of a deal um, to make sure that the game will be 100 percent fully finished and balanced and polished. And th apparently there's a ton of bugs right now that they have to, like, fix and work through. But, you know, it's good to figure that out now than to figure that out the day before it was supposed to come out and be like, oh shit. Um, also, they announced that the game will be... Okay, I'm going to read this and then I'm going to explain what my thought is. The game will be backwards compatible with next-gen consoles. The PS4 and Xbox One versions of the game will function on the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Likely, when you have to install it on the new console, there would be a patch update that would upgrade the graphics and whatever else. This is not backwards compatibility this is forward compatibility that is forwards compatibility i wanted to make sure i'm not crazy for thinking that <laughs> maybe they're intending to say that the playstation 5 and xbox series x will be backward compatible with this game or that it will work with the older version of it old quote-unquote older version well, what their quote but, was was that the ps4 and xbox one versions will work for the next gen which is not backwards compatibility that's forwards compatibility i don't know if i had a ps3 game I guess an Xbox 360 game would work better. But like Halo 3 is backwards compatible with the Xbox One. I It's just funny. Like, it's not that the PS5 is backwards compatible. Right. It's, it's, it's saying like, like a the, game that's about to come out is going to be backwards compatible with a system that hasn't released yet. Right. Exactly. That's where it's it, yeah. funny. The PS5 can totally be backwards compatible with the game, but the game cannot be backwards compatible with a future console. That's forwards compatible. And I think that's where it like... The is, word is play odd. just kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, so November 19th. That's fine. I'm going to look forward to it still. I don't, you know, yeah. Honestly, the fact that CD Projekt Red is putting the game out before 2077 makes me happy enough. 
seeing a date that it could potentially be coming out. Yeah. Makes me happy enough. Uh, in Super Smash news, a new DLC fighter for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate will be revealed on June 22nd from ARMS. So a character from ARMS being uh, yeah. revealed for and, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, they said that only one character, which th- the 22nd is this coming Monday, by the way. Um, it's only one character. So Nintendo was like, manage your expectations. We're not announcing anything super secretive. And also, apparently, ARMS has 15 characters. So it could be one of them. Well, it will be one of them, but it could be any one of them. Not like anyone in particular. Right. So I don't know. I guess that's fun. Shrug? Don't really know how Smash DLC works. Because, like, it's a fucking... Uh, it seems like such a weird game to have paid DLC for, but what do I know? It's like Mario Kart for the Wii U when I had to buy DLC for characters and Stupid. vehicles. Stupid. Still did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, jeez. And then our last thing for the day is EA had a live EA Play event yesterday, I think. I did not hear about this. I was told some of this by Milo late last night. And he was like, did you hear about? And I was like, oh my God, no. So I think it was either Wednesday or Thursday. That I got the notification that it was happening. But by the time I clicked it, it was no longer happening. And yeah. I'm like, what did you do, EA? It was only an hour long. They might have needed me to buy it. Um, <laughs> might have been like a $79. I couldn't find the video of it. Last night I was trying to find it. And I only found a video of it this morning. It was really weird. Huh. Um, so they announced a bunch of new stuff. Um, Apex Legends has some new content and some new maps and stuff. I don't really know Apex Legends at all. And it's also coming to the Nintendo Switch with cross-play between all the platforms. Sims 4 is now on Steam, and I think there's some new content there. But it's The Sims, and there's so much content that I truly couldn't keep track of it. Um, A new game called It Takes Two from the makers of A Way Out, Joseph Ayers, who did the Fuck fuck the the Oscars. it's another two-player co-op game. Did you know that he also did Brothers, which was also a two-player co-op game? Tale of Two Sons? Yeah. I have that and haven't played it. Apparently, he also made that game, or he helped make that game. He's got... He's a real fan of the, yeah. the two-player co-op. Love that. But A Way Out was so good that I would play It Takes Two. No idea what it's about. No idea when it's coming out, either. Um, would play, though. Yeah. Um, Lost in Random, a new game. It... Like, you got to look up the short bit of gameplay or the video that they revealed because it looks really fucking cool. I would honestly. do that right now to add it to the show notes, but now I'm kind of afraid to touch anything. <laughs> it can wait like 10 minutes till we're done. Um, Rocket Arena. Kind of look. Shrug. Kind of look like Splatoon meets like Fortnite animated characters. Oh, God. Um, some Star Wars Squadrons footage was revealed and like information and stuff is really cool like not for me but for boss man kev has got such a nerd boner for that and i'm like man i i don't know what it is since star wars episode eight i can't take the entire franchise seriously anymore yeah i'm at the weird point where like at at this point episode one is probably my favorite episode of star wars yeah yeah and mostly on a serious note because qui-gon jinn on a less serious note because jar jar binks Jar Jar Binks was a great character. He would have died for anyone in that franchise. Not intentionally. <laughs> no. He would have tried and um. failed hilariously <laughs> and ended up winning an entire war of blue Orby dodgeball. I mean, that's how he became, he became a general on accident. And then a <laughs> Sith Lord. <laughs> and- <laughs> yeah. I just I feel bad for the guy that voiced Jar Jar because like 
it's already hard to be a black man in voice acting. But then when you're Jar Jar Binks, one of the most hated characters mm. in media, it was rough for him. Um, I just anyway. kudos, kudos for the voice in general. He did such a good job. Uh, and I, I love tr- that. I was doing it a little bit when we were playing, um, not Fortnite, when we were playing Dauntless. And <laughs> Al fucking hates it. I did it on stream because <laughs> uh, he was like, I f- we were doing something in Mass Effect. And I was just like, we're still going to die. And he clipped it. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. I used to love uh, Jar Jar Binks. I used to have a crush on Jar Jar Binks. But I was like, if I do that voice for too long, it just becomes Elmo. Yeah. It's hard to keep that. Because it's almost like meter. the same kind of like. Thro- it's like the, the pinched, same throat thing. That it's you're the doing. pinched throat. I used to be able to do uh, before I hit puberty. I was able to do a really good Jigglypuff impression. But if I did it for too long, it would get stuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then I hit puberty. Now I can't do it. Mm. <laughs> anyway, um, there was a very confusing FIFA review, Drug? but they didn't say FIFA. It was just soccer, and there was FIFA in they the background. <laughs> and then it was just like EA Games. It's in the game or whatever the fuck it is. And EA I was Sports. like, FIFA. Um, so maybe a FIFA. Uh, and then also they, I have one other thing after this, but they announced the developers of the skate series announced skate four skate three is one of the funniest games that's ever been made. So I'm very excited to see how many ways I can fucking kill myself. <laughs> oh joy. I'm more of a Tony Hawk kind of person. So I'll I be... mean, same, but in skate, there's like that. The break cam. Yeah. Where it's where just you like see all your bones. Oh yeah. So good. And it's so funny. Um, and then the last thing, which was the thing that Milo told me about, was a very tiny, maybe little itty baby look at Dragon Age content that was not explained or discussed at all. But we know that it was because in the games, there's something called Red Lyrium, which is A, a drug like crack. And B, it's something really dangerous and it spreads like mold in a way. Is it the stuff from uh, Detroit? Become human. <laughs> um, but in the the EA live, you can see they like pan up and the footage says uh, like that it's not ready yet. Like this is not official footage, but it pans to what looks like a castle covered in red lyrium. Obviously, this is Dragon Age content, but literally nobody mentioned it. I watched that section of the play of the, the video like four times. Not a single person mentioned it. They mentioned Bioware briefly, but th- that was it. And I was like, I need more. I need more information. I need <sighs> anything you can give me, please. There's part of me that really hopes that if if we are looking at another Dragon Age, that this is that it comes out and it's very good because I really like Bioware and I want to see them do well. But I'd also be a little bit salty because, like, why couldn't you have done that with Andromeda? But I understand the team was a disaster when Andromeda was trying to be pushed out. A lot of things went on. A lot of people left that were core heads for Mass Effect. Just so it's not a good time. Um, Mark Dara, who works at he's one of the he's an executive producer at Bioware. He's known on Twitter for like teasing people. And revealing like one little iota of information, one little chef's kiss. And he's really funny. 
Um, and also in the little tiny Dragon Age clip is like a tree. And you can tell by the way that it's animated and moving um, that it's Dragon Age. And somebody else who works at fucking Bioware, product director at Bioware, said, fuck, where is the tweet? Oh, as some here have learned, my job is data and giving the team feedback on what the people crave. So I feel like I should find out, do you want to date the tree? Because I guarantee millions of people saw the tree and they were like, I will fuck the tree. <laughs> because humans are all the same. Uh, it gives me wood. So, so far we have a red lyrium castle and a tree that is very fuckable. Wow. Yep. What very a time. excited. Very excited. Interested to see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, that's all we've got for news for this week. And, you know, random shite that I've played. If you want to check out some merch we've got for sale, we have a link to our Teespring store. We have a link to our Patreon if you want to help us to offset the cost of running the podcast. The latest episode of the Six to Midnight podcast is out where Al and I reviewed Amorous and the Christian Boy's Guide to Sex with Demons. Very good show. I've I've been enjoying it. And I found out just recently... Um, through the discord server that's i believe run by jason effects for all those games that there is potentially going to be an amorous 2 yay i'm very excited for it yeah uh i'm i'm definitely gonna be reaching out and being like hey voices yeah so at any rate thank you guys so much for listening i hope you have yourselves an awesome next seven days have a good weekend stay safe and happy gaming. This Week in Gaming is a production of WYDG Gaming Radio, a Yadude company. Pre-production, show outline, and hot takes by Raw Zombie, Sarah Green. Edited, produced, and constantly derailed by Proxy Fox, Josh Needham. This Week in Gaming is created and moderated by Zero Threat, Morgan. To learn more about WYDG, Yadude, our other podcasts, or to find us on social media, visit yadudegamers.com.